This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee. Front Porch Radio presents Circle Unbroken with Taft Ayers. like to welcome you back to another episode of Circle Unbroken. I'm your host, Taft Ayers, and we want to catch you up on some exciting things that have been happening here on this platform. Just to remind you, Circle Unbroken touches three different pieces or three different areas of your life that we think are important, that we think matter, and that we think can make your life better, make your community better. And those three areas are faith, business, and community. And we've been spending some time with our friends from Farm Bureau Insurance here in Tennessee, and we are very fortunate. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio. We're very fortunate here to serve Columbia, to go out here at our studio and to look out the front porch, to see a street that is thriving, to see a downtown that is exciting, but also have the headquarters of this great organization here. And they helped us bring, I know many people on Sundays, maybe some Mondays, even a Thursday here and there, many people have been listening to Titans Radio here on Front Porch Radio, and Farm Bureau Insurance helped us to do that. Part of that partnership gave us a front row seat to bringing in different people from this organization to talk about different aspects, different elements of this company. And so today, we're excited to welcome in Emily Schuyler, VP of Customer Service, and Kirk Swearingen, VP of Commercial Lines. Welcome to you both. Welcome. Thanks for having us. Yes, thank you, you. Let me ask you this. Have you heard anything about coming in here? Has anybody warned you? Anybody said anything bad? No, not really. Just okay. A few little horror stories. <laughs> horror stories that we can edit out, right? That's right. We, we like to make it comfortable. A lot, what a lot of people don't know is that when we film these and when we record these, we have our talking points. We have the things that we want to do, that we want to get through. But the biggest thing, if you could have an overarching idea, the biggest thing that we care about is the fact that your company shares the same DNA with our platform here on Circle Unbroken. And, and we've gotten to see that, and every conversation has shown this. And so I think we're going to have a good time today. And one of the things that I'm most excited about is this fact. Many people work for companies where they say this, you have an opportunity to advance. They say, here at this family, you can grow with us. And I know that there are people listening right now who hear that with their team, with their organization, with their work family, and they may do the eye roll. Yeah, sure, I can move up. Like, sure, you may put a window in my office. You know, sure, I may be able to do this. But we've got real-life examples of people here today that, that have been a part of this organization and been a part of these great opportunities. Mm-hmm. And right, so yeah, these are stories that we're going to jump into, look at, and see. And so, Kurt, I'm going to let you go first. I want to ask you this. I would like to invite you to discuss just how Farm Bureau gives that opportunity to grow and how they invested in you. Yeah, so, I mean, we uh... – you know, I started with the company back um, just in 2011, um, just as a field agent, um, sales agent in Nashville, Tennessee. And, uh, you know, I had had no sales background whatsoever. Came from a teaching background, coaching background. 
And so through that time, you know, I started the company and uh, the guy that hired me, he said, you know, the, the best friend you'll have in life will be the guys who work for this company. And mm-hmm. so um, it's kind of been a family atmosphere from that standpoint uh, the whole time I've been here. And, and he couldn't have been more, more right during that time span. And so there's been so many training opportunities and, and leadership opportunities that, that we've done over the years that's kind of helped propel me to, to the position I'm in today. And so there's, uh, you know, if, you know, we try to keep good people, we try to hire good people and we try to keep good people. And so those ones that we really invest in and, and the ones that really put forth that effort that show the, 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 um, aptitude to want to grow and, and, and be a part of something bigger than where they are when they start with a company, you know, you can kind of, those people kind of stand out from the beginning. And so, uh, we try to keep those people and keep them within our organization and keep them within our family here at Farm Bureau for sure. So, you know, it couldn't be more, um, it's kind of been my life as well as I've grown in the last, last 12 years with the company and, you know, come to the role that I'm in today, you know, had no aspirations at all when I started to be <laughs> at this position, but it was just one of those things. Just kind of each little step along the way keeps building you and prepares you for that next step. And so, you know, we do a really good job of trying to do that um, within the organization. Um, and um, it's just one of those we we got to keep doing that because it just goes forward. So, you know, we've been around 75 years this year. And we want to be around for 75 more years. And so it takes good people to, to continue on that legacy as we keep building on this organization and keep growing the company the way it's been growing. So that, That's a word that we keep saying throughout these interviews. The word is legacy. Yeah. Um, we, we've had people come in and they've talked and they've said, my family did this, or I knew somebody at church who did that. And it's all spoken about in a way where some people said, you know what, I didn't want to do it. It was not on my aspiration list, but here's what happened. Life kicked in. I had this opportunity. I took it and said, this will work. And I think it's big, and I think it's really neat to say this about your team. It's one thing for a group to tell somebody, I'm glad you're here. It's a whole other thing to prove it. Right? right. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And, Correct. And so I think that's what we see. Mm-hmm. And and yeah. I like that. I'm going to kick it over to you, Emily, for a minute. Tell me about your starting point. You entered with, was it auto? Auto entry. Okay. I did back in 1998. So okay. if you do that math correctly, yes, I've been there 25 <laughs> years this year. Um, so I started under a gentleman in auto entry by the name of Sam McDaniel. So a lot of people would know him. His and name's come up a few times. It yeah. has. He is just a fantastic fellow that um, we all appreciated, enjoyed, um, loved. He built the company with great pride. Um, we're still living on through some of his ideas that he had when he was here. So he could definitely foretell the future. Um, Then I actually got asked to be on a United Way campaign. And at the time, I was going to college full-time, full-time mom, and working at Farm Bureau full-time. And so I met this gentleman by the name of Keith Woods, who was just asking me just to try to get to know me and ask me my story. And so I was telling him what all I was doing. And so I guess he was pretty impressed with that, that what I was doing and what I was set out to do. And so um, my goal was not to stay at Farm Bureau. Like, I was going to school to actually become a teacher is what I was going to school to become. And so when... um, he heard my story a position was coming open because our then um, chief operating officer was moving up to the ceo position and so that position the coo position was coming open 
and I was asked if I would want to interview for that. And I said, well, of course. And so I did get the position, and I was the administrative assistant there for 15 years. And that gave me the chance to really learn the company, the business, how operations worked. Um, I was involved with a lot of different um, committees and organizations that just helped me grow and learn that process. And so um, five years ago, our company was undertaking a new project. And so a lot of shifting was happening within the company. And I was asked if I would want to go over to work in customer service. Well, I had never done that. So mm. I was a little terrified. I will not lie. <laughs> sure. Um, took them three weeks to talk me into it. But I actually got on um, over in customer service, was a manager, became an assistant vice president. And actually, Kirk and I were named vice presidents at the same time. No way. So absolutely, we were. And so that's kind of been my path. So I have definitely started at the entry level and worked my way up through the ranks at Farm Bureau. Well, a lot of people that serve in that role, in any kind of administrative role, when you look at the administrative assistant, many people will say this. I'm rolling out when they roll out. Or yep. people get to see behind the curtain. That's I know this in the church space a lot. Some of the people that have been administrative assistants have told me for years their faith has been the most challenged when they served with that person in that capacity because you receive a lot of the darts. Yep. Um, Correct. You know where yeah. a lot of things are. I hate to say where things are hidden, but you know what I mean. Bodies the things that happen. <laughs> That's there. right. Yeah. <laughs> and, it's, and, it's, and it's tough for somebody. So to say, I served this way this capacity at this level and yeah okay it took you a while to talk me into it but i do want to be here (laughs) that's a big deal absolutely and i wouldn't change it for the world i love my job i love the people i work with day in and day out and we just have a great time right well kurt they keep telling me about it comes up over and over again this word culture and i know sometimes people when they talk about culture, that can be another eye roll topic. People say, oh, good culture and teamwork. And a lot of these words get thrown around Correct. a lot when it comes to PD, professional development. Mm-hmm. But on these podcasts and on these shows, culture keeps coming up because of the difference, because of how the organization sets itself apart. And so I want to ask you this. Could you speak to the culture that is, for lack of better terms, unique, unique. to Farm Bureau? Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those things to where, you know, I think that, you know, culture is kind of what you created. You know, Emily's culture in her department is probably a little bit different than the culture that I've mm-hmm. created in my, you know, my department. And, you know, from a standpoint of from the comp- company side of it all, you know, it's always about the people. You know, we care about our people first. Um, you know, we're an organization, we're a membership organization. So we always start with the forefront of thinking of the Farm Bureau Federation forefront and most. Uh, the ag community is very important to what we do on the insurance side. We were started by farmers. We're st- our board of directors is still active farmers in all their communities across the state. So I grew up on a farm as well. And so, you know, growing up in that world, you, you learn the, the aspect of hard work. And, you know, when you tell somebody something, that you're going to do it, you're going to do it, you know. And so, you know, from an insurance side, we make those promises every day out in the field of, hey, we're here to protect you. You know, our, our motto is we're, we've been serving Tennesseans since 1948. And so we really take that to, to heart every day is to making sure that, you know, the products that we provide for our for our customers 
and we're going to be able to, you know, to provide those promises when they need us the most. And so that culture kind of drives down to everybody within the organization is making sure that what we do is, is always going to be at foremost, protecting the company, uh, protecting our people, making sure our, t- our people are taken care of. Um, you know, we've, we've, everybody that works for me, you know, we, we always try to make sure hey, if somebody needs something, we're there to help them. Uh, if somebody has a parent or somebody that passes away or grandparent, we're always there for those folks. And so, uh, we always try to take care of them. You know, I, I grew up, you know, with sports and backgrounds and sports and things. And so, you know, that culture that I, you know, you kind of learn from playing sports, the teamwork, you know, um, not being selfish, you know, everybody taking care of your business and, and making sure that everybody, um, you know, kind of is put forth in that and, and, you know, everybody, everybody wins when everybody is, is working together. So, I mean, it's, that culture is, 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 was built back from, you know, back when Mr. Lancaster was there as the CEO and it was passed on to Mr. Cheney and then, and then son, Mr. Scoggins, when he was there and now Mr. Panel's carrying it on as well. So it starts from the top with our leadership and it's passed along down through everybody, through each department and everybody that works out, you know, the 500 or so agents we have across the state. So it's, uh, you know, it's very unique to have that, you know, aspect of it all. And, you know, I'd say there's not very many companies our size that, that start meetings out with a devotion and a prayer. Right. You know, every time we have a, a company staff meeting or anytime we have a corporate meeting, it's all started with a devotion and a prayer every time. And I'd say there's very few companies that are, that are our size that still do that. Um, and that's just part of our culture and how we handle things. So, um, you know, that's it, it speaks for itself, I think, you know, the way we handle our business and the way we do stuff. I think it's it's accountability. I think it, it locks you in to how I'm going to make my decisions on a daily basis. Correct. I want to welcome in our audience. I know people find us at all different times. If you're just now joining us, you just heard from Kirk Swearingen, the VP of Commercial Lines with Tennessee Farmers Insurance Company. And also, I want to kick it over right now to Emily Schuyler, the VP of Customer Service, and ask you in your role, Emily, to speak about the customer service because you have with the culture, with who you want to be differently, your customer service team is in-house. And that's a big deal for somebody like me uh, who's trying to say, hey, I need some help. Hey, I need some attention. Absolutely. Talk about the way culture touches that. Yes. Yeah, so with our customer service center, um, we do have two locations. One is here in Columbia, Tennessee, and then we have a corporate center, which is in um, Wayne County. Okay. So we are split in that region, but it just helps us reach more people, more employees who can work for us. But our culture is that we all, we service Tennessee, we only sell in Tennessee, and so we want our employees to be from Tennessee. And so all of our customer service reps, when you call us, are here located in Middle Tennessee. That makes perfect sense. Makes perfect sense. And so that way when you get us, we understand where you're coming from. And we do this um, with a great deal of, we hold our hold times down to like 18 seconds per like hold time that's our average for the year that's unheard of like you do not get that type of service anywhere else um and we have people time and time again tell us that so we take great pride in what we do because we are serving our own communities here within the state right let's talk about numbers on that okay because sometimes numbers can be boring for some people some people can hear a number and say okay that doesn't apply to me but when i'm calling in Mm -hmm. and let's say i'm I'm frustrated or i'm just ignorant okay sometimes they'll go those go together right (laughs) like maybe i'm frustrated because of my ignorance and so i reach out and i've got a question here and i want to know this you're going to have tell me this how many representatives and how many phone calls you may know this you, they take per day. 
So we roughly have day to day 25 people on the phone. Okay. So it varies depending on time of year, sure. things like that. But we roughly have 25 people on the phone day to day, and we take up to 1,300 phone calls per day. Wow. With a hold time of 18 seconds and an average handle time of three minutes and 41 seconds. My word. Absolutely. So she knows it. A lot of calls, man. Yeah, it's almost like that's data that moves you. I take pride in that. They are the best. They know I I give them kudos wherever I can. Kirk hears it all the time. They're tired of hearing it, but they do an absolute amazing job. Sure. Well, and and to have to do that and to have to be somebody there because, okay, I take Kirk and I look at what you've done, how you've grown in the company, the the agencies that, that you've worked with, where you've opened them there. And then you want to be able to hand off customers like family members. Hand off sometimes sounds so cold. But to be able to say this, hey, we care about you. Uh, One thing I've noticed is you say the same language as everybody else at Farm Bureau. People, we've taken care of this number of people. Like I I like that you all say that and mean it. And so you've got somebody out here that you want to take care of and you want to say, hey, here's a number you can call. And, And to know this is who you're going to interact with Correct. every organization wants that exactly yeah to have absolutely that. right that and that's a big deal to have that trust so that would mean that last year you took over uh this is taff math okay, okay. uh you took over three hundred thousand phone calls you got it okay now i can't lie it's on the sheet i couldn't really say taff math but i knew it was going to be close there now let me ask you this before we go to break I want to ask this question, Kirk. I'm going to ask you this. You embody, with Farm Bureau, you embody the pillars that your company was built on. We talked about those shoulders of people that you stand on. And let me ask you this. What do those pillars mean to you as far as values and impact with your career and life as a whole? Yeah, I mean, it's it all starts with your family first. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so we, we were really... You know anything that we do with the with the company wise, we don't want to miss anything we do with our family. And so, um, you know, those values kind of pass on to that to my kids of hey, family family comes first. Um, you know, they're always very supportive of us and and things that we do and my staff as well. If they've got something to do with their kids, I tell them hey, you better not miss anything you do with your kids type mm-hmm. thing. So, um, you know, just being there, taking care of taking care of people. Um, you know, just being kind to people, those type things that, that those, you know, the company really drives upon taking care of our customers the way they need to do. And then we err on the side of our, of our customers. Um, you know, we want to make sure that they're making whole, made whole before we are as well on, on those things. So we, we try to pass that along to, to there. You know, we, we always are striving to be better. Uh, always sure. working hard to be better. Uh, what can we do to make ourselves better for the next generation? Uh, and we're always thinking about trying to the future. What are we going to do in the future? How are we going to make things better for the future? How do we make things easier, better for our for our current employees? Uh, how do you make your workspace better for your employees? So it's uh, you know it's stuff that you you know I feel like going back to you know the agricultural side of things. You know just you know, always trying to be there and and. And, and be there for your communities um, and, and working hard in those areas. Uh, it's just, you know, it's really hard to kind of explain that because it's just kind of, you live sure. it. You know, when you're there, you live it. And, right. You, know, you, you live in that world. And, and so it's just the world that you live in during work and you go and you kind of live the same lifestyle when you get away from work as well. So it's, uh, you know, we, we kind of embody that with all of our employees, I feel like, is, you know, just take care of your, take care of yourself, take care of your work and take care of your family. And then, you know, 
everything will take care of itself. And I think that's one of the things about core values is we can live them to the point where like when you see a good athlete or you see somebody play an instrument and they've, they've practiced them that they know how things work and then they do it. And it's almost seems like something that they're doing where it's seamless. It's flawless. It's, it's part of who they are. And when you ask somebody to describe it, sometimes they'll say, well, it's what we do. Like, well, we know it. And you never really notice it in a real impactful way, sometimes in a negative way, when they can't play anymore or they can't do it anymore. And so I think with values, you live them out, you have them, and it almost is something that you just do. You wake up and you do it at home. You yeah. do it through Farm Bureau. And then you turn around and you say, when it doesn't work, when it doesn't happen, okay, that's glaring. Like when somebody's not embodying that. And so we're fixing to go to break. And when we come back, what I really want to jump into, I'm going to lead off with Emily. We're joined in with Emily Schuyler, VP of Customer Service, and Kirk Swearingen, VP of Commercial Lines with Tennessee Farmers Insurance Company. We're going to lead off after the break talking about different leadership styles. We're going to start when it comes to customer service because we know that that can be a challenge for any organization. We know it can be a challenge for churches. It can be a challenge. Many people are in customer service and they don't even realize it. They think, it's not my role. It's not my responsibility. I tell people all the time, we're all marketers, like it or not, and we're all in customer service. So join us. Stay with us. We'll be back after the break here on Circle Unbroken. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hosts for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. 
in today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I want to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trawood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charity, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Circle Unbroken. I'm your host, Taft Ayers, and we want you to know from the bottom of our hearts that we're glad that you're here. It's a common, commonly known thing that we have people that listen to us driving in their cars, uh, maybe in your cubicle at work, maybe you're listening to us in your headphones as you try to exercise or, or mow that grass. We've still got a little bit of grass mowing to do. We are thankful that you have found us, and we're also thankful today to be joined by Emily Schuyler, VP of Customer Service with Tennessee Farmers Insurance Company, and also Kirk Swearingen, VP of Commercial Lines. Welcome back to you both. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, 
Glad to have you all here. And I want people to know if they're just now joining us or tuning back in that one of the things that we've been talking about is your advancement, your growth throughout this organization. And we know, just like with all of humanity, that there are people that are wondering, will I ever grow? Will I ever get to move up, move over? Uh, as long as I don't have to move out, you know, that, that would <laughs> be right. great. That's, right. That's what people want to do. And I think it says a lot. I say this over and over again. It says a lot about culture and DNA of a place when you want to stay. I'm always telling leaders at different places that if you're hearing from people, if they are saying, hey, I don't like this. Can we change this? Can I be this? You're still hearing voices. And when you're still hearing voices, that means that you still have people. You have people that care, that want to be there. Sometimes it might feel like a nag. Sometimes it might feel like, why does this person keep talking about this subject? But it means that they are invested. Just like parents of young children, when they don't hear anything, they get nervous. Well, that silence is not comforting. (laughs) It means that there's a problem over here or there. And so I think it speaks about your culture for these different people in different situations to be able to grow the way that you have. And I think as you've grown, you've learned a lot about yourself. You said, whoa, here's where I am. Here's what I'm doing. Here's what I'm tasked with. And so we're going to jump into this concept here. First of all, Emily, we'll start with you. Okay. Leadership style. Let's talk about this when it comes to customer service, because One of the things, and I'll speak and teach this to organizations, one of the things that makes for great customer service is treating people. And this is not a Farm Bureau thing, so anybody listening know that this this is what I'm saying from the circle on broken side. Treating people like you're glad that they're there. Right. Even if you wish that they were not. Because sometimes, here's what happens. Sometimes you get that call and you get that person. And so as legal as listening to this, that is a Taft Airs line, okay? That is not Emily Schuyler here from Tennessee Farmers Insurance Company. But, But that's what it is, is dealing with somebody who's calling in, somebody that you're talking to. And many a times you have to say, I'm going to put on my best self. I'm going to treat this person in a way that really does advance whatever issue they have so that they can feel heard. But the best way for you to equip people to get them ready for that, they have to have a leader. They've got to have somebody that keeps morale up and creates a good environment. So speak into that, Emily. Tell us about it. So one of my mottos in customer service is if you work hard, you can play hard. Mm. And so the staff knows that. So they know if they are doing their job, we can do other fun things throughout the year that maybe other people cannot do. And it's really and truly because of what we do with our job. Um, So, yeah, we have several different days lined up. We have, I mean, food days, like giving them something. Sometimes we pay nothing for it. But they know that if they can bring in food and share in that camaraderie around that food table and things like that, Mm. they absolutely love it. Um, We have spirit days. So, like, for Halloween, we all dressed up as a condiment. And it was just fantastic. Like, they loved it. And we (laughs) we tried to tell each other, don't tell what you're buying and come in as your favorite condiment. Just don't be ketchup and mustard because somebody's going to be that. So, it's fun things like that that truly the company has not provided any resource towards it. But because we allow them to do it, they have the best time. Mm. And they love it. We have fun doing it. All the laughter in the world. But they know when it's time to get to work, you got to work. 
and they know that. Um, it's also just listening to your people. When we, most every manager up there has an open door policy. And when one of your employees has an issue, they know they can come see you and you're going to sit there and listen to them. We might be running to five different meetings that day or have five people lined up at our door, but you have to take time for that employee and their problem because that's very important to them. And so you have to be able to do that and sincerely listen to them with your empathy, sympathy, whatever emotion you need to be playing out right them and mean it. And I think that is one thing with our culture all across the board that we could absolutely say hands down that everyone does up there as yeah, a leader. For sure. Well, and sure. what you're doing is you're, you're taking an internal and external approach. You're saying, hey, you are the ones that you're on a front line. Mm-hmm. You're here where people are talking to you. And so I want you to be able to talk to them like someone who is empowered. Mm-hmm. I want you to talk to somebody like you know the culture, you know where you're from, you know what's going on. Not, oh, well, I'm not really sure about that. Let me do X, Y, and Z. You say that when you have to. Right. But on the interface, it's, hey, I'm, I'm glad you're here. Okay. I don't know how this conversation is going to go, but I'm, but I'm glad that you're here. And that can happen maybe if I've just had a spirit day. Maybe right. if, guess what, somebody who I get to work with and work for treated me like a human, That's right. then I get to turn around and express that humanity mm-hmm. to, guess what, you ready, newsflash, another human, a person with a problem. <laughs> so I think, I think that's a big piece to this. Sometimes we get so caught up in numbers and we treat people, I've said this before, if leaders only treat their people like numbers, they're running nothing but a prison. Right. And exactly no, right. nobody exactly. wants to sign up for that, no. right? right? And so right. so we look at that piece. Let's kick it over, Kirk, to your leadership style because you've a lot of people hear your name and they say, that sounds super familiar to me. Yeah. With, with a background in sports, playing UT football and education, how does that kick into your leadership style and what you do? So, you know, going back to, I guess, playing football, playing mm-hmm. sports, I played offensive line. And so – you know, an offensive linemen are probably the most selfless people on the football team. You know, they do a lot of the work. They get none of the credit. And so that's kind of how I've kind of always lived my lifestyle for my leadership style is, like, I don't want any of the credit, you know, but I want you all to, you know, I'm only as good as the people that you work for or sure. work for me. And so, um, you know, I've never really been a, you know, I don't really like to be micromanaged type people, so I don't want to micromanage my people. And so really, I think empowering them to, to do their job, what we've hired them to do, and, and say, hey, look, I'm going to trust you to do your job the way that we feel like you could do that. I've, that's kind of something that's been different since I've kind of take over, taken over in this position because this, our department was created. Like I created the department when we started this role two and a half years ago. So we, didn't, we did not have a commercial department at that point in time. So it's kind of been my baby to kind of create the own, my own culture within this department. You know, they, a lot of the ladies that had worked there, um, you know, for some 30 years or so, uh, it was really something that there was not a, a culture for that area. You know, they'd had a, uh, we had a VP of property uh, that had done a great job, but it really, the commercial lines was always kind of the forgotten, the forgotten kid over there that nobody really played with much. And so, you know, when I came in, it was like, hey, look, Here's how we're going to do this. I'm, you know, I'm here. I'm, I'm basically, you know, the boss. You're your boss, but I'm not really your boss. I'm your coworker, 
And so I get in there, I do stuff with them all the time. Like I'll hop in and, and do the same stuff they're doing. Uh, and they're like, well, we've never had anybody do this before. And I'm like, Hey, that's just how, you know, we gotta get it done. You know, if we, if we gotta get this stuff pushed out this week, I'm gonna hop in there and help you get it done. And so, um, and they've all really kind of bought into that, uh, that mentality of, Hey, look, we, we know that Kirk's got our back. If they, if we need something, he's going to come in there and help us out and do that. Uh, you know, I kind of really let them empower them and do their, doing their job there. So, you know, we, we do the same thing as Emily, you know, if they, we have a lot of work, we're, I'm on the underwriting side. And so underwriting is probably not the, we don't get to talk to people every day and help them do their jobs. We're there to, you know, underwrite policies and make sure it's going to be profitable for the company. But, you know, they, we have a lot of work that comes in on a weekly basis. So I do, you know, just bringing in, you know, I'll bring in lunch for them once, once a month or so, or once every, if they, if we got a busy week, I'll say, Hey, look, I'm gonna bring in lunch on Thursday and we'll all get in a room and just take a deep breath for 45 minutes or so together and just cut up and have a good time and talk. And, and so, you know, I've got a great group of people that work for me over there. They're, they're amazing. And I feel like we have one of the best departments in the whole building, just from a standpoint of everybody getting along. Emily's going to say the same thing. She's got the best. That's but, right. I mean, you know, <laughs> we, we all feel about that, but our own sure. areas, like I've got the best, makes a good she's leader. got the best. And so, and, and you know, I t- and we tell them that, you know, I think just encouragement and saying, hey, appreciate everything you do. And. Yeah, you know, I feel like the the I think I'd been there like a month, and I sent the whole department a, an email, and I said, "Hey, I really appreciate everything you guys are doing, and working hard and doing that." And it's like just little things like that, you know, that you know somebody that was before me could have done that maybe didn't decide not to do. Um, that I feel like that you know we, we're, we're that's one of those culture type things, you know, just because it's the company's culture is this, you may have one person that had been there that decided not to do that. And so I try to do that as just, you know, little things. I'll go over and I'll just hop in and give them a hug and say, hey, hope you're having a good day today. Or, hey, you doing good? You yeah. need anything done today? Or, um, you know, just bringing in breakfast. Like, I'll, just, I'll show up one morning and I'll have two dozen donuts. They, I like to eat. Obviously, I'm a big guy. So, you know, I'll stop and buy donuts on the way to work some mornings. You know, just little stuff like that that, that goes a long way that, you know, just kind of raises somebody's morale, um, you know, in doing that or just giving them some flexibility. And, or if they say, hey, I, do you mind if I leave at 3 o'clock this afternoon to go to my, go to, go to my kids' basketball game? I, you know, it's fine. Hey, I know you'll make it up next week. And so just sure. there's little things like that that, you know, that they really take it. You know, sometimes people take advantage of those and some people really appreciate those type things. And so, you know, it's one of the – I don't know. That's one of those things I really enjoy doing with my staff is just – I love getting them all together. I love saying, hey, look, I appreciate what you're doing. You know, hey, if there's something that you're doing, I'm, I'm probably going to go tell them, hey, we need to do this a little bit better. You know, just talking through it and instead of just staying on them and doing stuff. So that's kind of been my leadership style. I mean, I'd, I had an opportunity to be around a lot of good football coaches during our day, and they really, you know, Coach Former, who was my coach, he let his coaches coach. He wasn't right there telling this guy, hey, you need to do this or hey, you need to do that. He let his coaches coach. And so that's kind of how I let my, you know, I've kind of learned from that style of, hey, I let my employees do their job and, you know, I trust them to do their job well. And sure. so, um, you know, we, we sometimes people kind of, they want to do every little thing for their employees instead of just, hey, let them do their job and, and, and let them do that. So that's kind of been my leadership style of doing that. And, and I think it's worked out well for the people that work for me. And, and you know, it's, um, like I said, we've got a great group of people over there. I couldn't be more proud of the way they operate and, and do stuff on a daily basis. And, you know, we, we have a lot of things that come through every day. So it's, um, they, they do a really good job with that. 
I think when you ask somebody about their style, sometimes that's a hard thing to answer because it depends on the day, yeah. like whatever the need is. And, and for our listeners joining us or who might need to be reminded, we've got Emily Schuyler with us today. She's the VP of Customer Service and Kirk Swearingen, VP of Commercial Lines with Tennessee Farmers Insurance Company. We're fixing ahead to break here, but when we come back, we want you to stay with us because we're going to ask a couple of fun questions. We're also going to ask some questions about the actual Farm Bureau and anniversary that it's being talked about a lot and what that means to people and we might ask Kirk who who you've heard from here who played offensive lineman for Tennessee we might ask him in his leadership style how many times he says on a regular basis the word or the phrase pancake uh, to any of his employees we'll find that out after the break stay with us on Circle Unbroken This is Coach Traders Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or parksmotorsales.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They're timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. 
This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM FM, Columbia, Tennessee. Back on Circle and Broken, I'm your host Tam Ayers. We're glad that you are here with us today. We're joined in with some good friends of ours, Emily Schuyler, VP of Customer Service, and Kirk Swearingen, VP of Commercial Lines with Tennessee Farmers Insurance Company. And we're going to start with a question for Kirk because this is going to be an educational piece. I can talk about customer service, Emily, and then people will know. Okay. We know what that is. We know who's good at it. We know who's not. We know who serves in that role, who might not. But I think we may need a little bit more education, Kirk. So peel back the layer for us, for the listeners who might not be familiar with insurance terms. What does commercial lines, when we say that, what's it refer to? So commercial lines insurance refers to the insurance for your business. And so uh, we really focus on small business insurance across the state of Tennessee. So from your local boutique stores that are in the town squares here in, in downtown Columbia, uh, to your local floor shops, um, your local restaurants, your small, your meet and three restaurants that are around town. Um, if you own any type of uh, plumbing business, HVAC companies, uh, your small electricians around town, um, you know, that's kind of what we focus on. So through that, we can do their commercial general liability. So their liability, and if they're on a, out on a job site and somebody were to get hurt or if they cause damage to somebody's property by working on it, we can cover their liability, uh, their commercial property. So if you own a commercial building around town uh, or own a business that, that you own your building there, your, your property inside. So if you have a going back to the small boutique, your contents on the inside, all your all your um, your clothes that you're selling inside, we can cover those in case you have a fire in there. Uh, we also can do uh, for small construction companies. So if you have a backhoe service or if you're you're installing septic lines, we can do that for you as well. Uh, so that's on our – we have a commercial uh, multi-parallel policy that we can do that for. We also now started this, this past year offering a business owner's policy, which is kind of like uh, your homeowner's policy for a business. So it has everything included. So it has your liability. It has your property covered. It also gives you things like business income. So, for instance, if you had a fire at your business and you could not operate your business for six months while it was being rebuilt, then we would pay you basically the loss of your income over that time span 
while your business is being built. So uh, there's a lot of little coverages we can add in there for your employees in case they were to get injured on the job site type things. Um, you know, we can do uh, a multitude of different things around the state. So we really focus on small businesses and doing so. We also can do commercial auto insurance. So for the guy that owns an HVAC company, if you've got a fleet of 15 vehicles, we can insure all of your vehicles for your business for you. Uh, or the guy that has a dump truck that's going out and hauling gravel for the guy down the road or hauling dirt, uh, we can cover those type things for you. So uh, our commercial insurance is something that we've kind of started just growing recently in the past six or seven years. Uh, we've always offered it, but we really never, never focused on it. And so uh, we started our small business initiative back in 2017 to try to help grow our commercial lines, and it's really taken hold pretty well. I mean, we've grown that line a, a whole lot over the last six years, and it's something that we're wanting to try to give us another aspect of it to grow uh, and help grow the company and, and give us another avenue uh, of, of reaching out to other potential customers that they haven't reached out to in the past. So. Uh, so anybody that has a small business in the area, if you if you own a lawn mowing company and and you need some liability coverage for your while you're out mowing other people's lawns, or if you're you're out doing some tree servicing work around the state, or anything out there where small business wise, give one of our agents a call, and you know we can try to help you out and quote that and quote your business for you. So it's um. We do a multitude of things for our customers. Well, I appreciate you telling us that because I was with a small business owner recently who who had just opened up shop, and they received some marketing information yeah. in the mail, and, and they received it. And the comment that they made was, they said they looked at it, and they said Farm Bureau, and they said, I, I guess they could do the business too. Like it was literally an educational yeah. piece for them, yeah, really where is. they didn't know that. And so for more people to understand that, touch on if you can the 75th anniversary and the impact of that on the commercial offerings. As far as that whole piece, yeah. So I mean, you know, we've been in company seventy five years uh, in business. Sorry, seventy five years this year, and you know, it was one of those things to where we've we started writing commercial insurance, you know, forty years ago, and uh, <laughs> you know, it was one of those things to where you know it was we've had it always there, but we've never really pushed it, and we've never really sent any type of informational things out to folks. We've never even advertised for commercial insurance. So, um, you know. The company's been, you know, it's something that we thought that would help us propel the company for another 75 years down the road. Um, you know, we've we've become one of the largest insurers of of home and auto insurance in the entire state of Tennessee. And so with a, such a large customer base that we have across the state, we kind of really saw that as a great avenue for customers that we already had to try to bring in other lines of business that they may have elsewhere that may, you know, they may have wanted us to write it 20 years ago when they started this business. And we told them, Hey, we don't even fool with that. And they haven't even thought about us in 20 years to write that type thing. So, you know, as we're kind of coming up on this 75th anniversary, you know, we wanted it to commercial lines is something that we're really going to put a big focus on from now and for the next 75 years and beyond. And it could be something that helps us propel, propel the company into, you know, avenues that we haven't seen before uh, in the previous 75 years. So uh, it's it's exciting time for what we are, and I'm excited that I'm, you know, I was able to be on the front end of that and try to help create it and grow it and, and to get it to, to a place to where it can be sustainable for, for future, future generations that are going to work for this company for the next – I don't think I'll be here for the 150th anniversary of the company. <laughs> um, 
I'll probably still will be here for the hundredth anniversary, which will be pretty cool. But um, you know, it'll be interesting to see where we're at five, ten, twenty-five years from now, to see where the commercial lines have grown and and see where we're at. Um, the last I checked, we were the number four writer in the state of Tennessee for small commercial businesses, and so you know, my goal is always to be number one, uh, and so that's something we're going to strive to do and, and keep working towards that as, as years go on. There, there's a fun fact to that. Bobby Pulley, your CMO, is that the right thing? Yeah. He, he's correct. my buddy, so I think it's CMO. Yeah. Uh, but Bobby, he told me one of the things that he's the most excited about uh, in doing these, the archives, keeping keeping these so that you have them down the road and looking at them. We filmed this. We recorded this in 2020. So that, yeah. that's a cool thing to say, to look at. I don't know where, which one I'll be here for. You know, The Lord only knows that. <laughs> yeah. But looking at it and saying, here's where we are now. Yep. Here's where we've come from. That's a big piece. Emily, I want to ask you this. I want you to talk about the fact that there are so many different options for people when they, if you look at different people that you could work for, okay, other right. insurance employers. You look at this one and you look at the one here. Why do you think that this one is the best? As in insurance companies or customer service mm-hmm. for Farm Bureau? For you choosing to continue to work here that you as an employee and a team member of this organization so apart from the customer service side for you as far as your quality of life reason for staying I just asked that because customer service is the best department. (laughs) She's reminding everybody. I just have to throw that in there for Kirk right there. Um, No, so we have a lot of great benefits at Farm Bureau, and a lot of people don't understand that, and a lot of people don't realize um, how other businesses have cut back on their benefits and how we actually keep enhancing our benefits for our employees. So a pension plan is huge. So when I retire, essentially – I continue to be paid, and people don't realize that. If you're not saving your money, then you're going to be – what are you going to have when you retire? Are you going to work until you're 65, 75 years old? Like, what's your plan? You've got to have a plan. Farm Bureau helps you create that plan. Um, We have advisors that will help you walk through every step of that. Um, We have annual leave that is – no one can match it. Like, we have – like sick leave that no one can match you get both of those benefits a lot of people get two weeks and that's all you get all year that's not what we get um we have our health insurance insurance. it's unreal it's It's amazing dental insurance eye insurance um we they help provide all of that for you so they really look out for their employees we've never laid off an employee ever and and as long as I don't either. We are even continuing to grow our business when other companies are having to cut back or non-renew insureds, and we still have yet to do that. We we have not put a mandatorium on anyone um, for any line of business or any book of business, and so we continue to grow, and that's what our company wants to do. That's what is encouraged to do. We just have to make the right options, but that's what we're encouraged to do. Yeah. Well, and there's a word that's always a, a big word that screams organizational health, and that's retention. Right. Well, when you talk about retention, people that want to stay mm-hmm. and then making efforts to keep people there, uh, that, that can be tricky sometimes mm-hmm. for people. And so when you tell somebody about retention, what, what do you say? You tell them, hey, we're, we're good at that. We Oh, it's fantastic. Um, usually people leave Farm Bureau because they're retiring mm-hmm. from Farm Bureau. Of course, there you always have a percentage of people who are not, but people leave Farm Bureau insurance because they're retiring from yeah. the company. Yeah. Yeah, down in our in downstairs in our cafeteria, we have a 
it's a big wall of everybody that's ever retired from the company and if you and it's got the number of years that they serve with the company and you look it's always you know 25 35 42 26 it's all these big numbers it's not five or ten years it's it's lengthier times and so we have an employee who is the longevity she's the longest tenured employee just had 50 years wow yes it's phenomenal well, and you start to you start to look at those numbers, and a lot of times you can look at the top, mm-hmm. and, and you can say, okay, this person's been here this long. Man, I aspire to do that. You know, I, mm-hmm. I want to keep going. But then you can take it all the way down to the bottom. And when I say bottom, I'm just going numerical. You know, Correct. but you, you go and you look at this with your organization, and it says here, current stat that 54 percent. All right, when you, when you look at that, they have employees that have 10 plus years of tenure. I mean, yeah, they, so you start to look at that, and you say, okay. This is foundational. That's right. For right. People that want to be here. That's right. Yep. And yep. that that's a big thing for so many. Now, I think I used the word earlier, tricky, because sometimes things can be tricky when you want to find out, okay, is this a broad path or a narrow path to go <laughs> biblical? How how can I get in? How can I be a team member here? And some people might perceive establishing a career and jumping into that, especially with you all, could be something that's tricky to come by mm-hmm. because they don't know, hey, how does it work? And so what kind of advice would you give to someone who's interested in joining the customer service team? Is it is it this enigma and, and few find it? Or, or give me give me the real talk here, Emily, about that. So the way that we truly do most of our hiring, 90% of our hiring, is through the temp agencies around town. And so that just helps protect us and protect them as well. So so they come in, and if it's not for them, it's okay to walk away. It's not like you're quitting. You're just going to pursue other opportunities. Um, but we do it through all the temp agencies around town, and we have great luck with them. We are in constant contact with them, almost on a weekly basis, um, them sending us resumes and things like that. So if it is something you're interested in, contact one of the temp agencies. Tell them you want property and casualty customer service, and we will be glad to get that resume and research it and get in contact with an interview. Just to catch everybody up, we have been doing a series here on Circle Unbroken where we have brought in different team members at many different levels with Tennessee Farmers Insurance Company. And many people know Farm Bureau, period. Uh, they, they know the color scheme. They know the hats. They've seen the commercials. And what we've been able to do is really dive into Farm Bureau insurance and how it serves Tennessee. And what I've loved about it is that I continue to have these meetings. We continue to have these podcasts and these different sessions. And I'm always left with more questions, not because it's unclear, but because there's so much. There's so much to who yeah. your family is. And so I just want to extend an official, you know, commendation, kudos. I, I'm excited that your team, that the marketing team and that everybody has picked good people to come in here today. And I think today we could definitely say that you being here with our audience talking about Farm Bureau insurance and what it means is something that's very special. I want people to go back and to listen and to hear what Kirk Swearingen, VP of Commercial Lines, said about leadership style. Well, what he said about his time, you know, on the athletic fields, uh, something that he did in ways that he has taken that style into his team with Commercial Lines. And I really want people to go back and to listen to what Emily Schuyler, VP of Customer Service, said about the ways in which you can grow 
with a company and with an organization. I love radio with all of my heart, but one of the things that's very special is the feeling that we have in this room that people can't grab, the way people can't really see, no matter what video camera we might have, the way that you two care about your jobs and care about the organization. So I just want to officially thank both of you for being here with us today. Yeah, thank you for, for having yeah, us. For having we us appreciate too. it. Yeah, it's fun. It's been a good time. We hope you'll come back at the next invitation. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you for being here on this episode of Circle Unbroken. This is Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Debbie Matthews Realtor and her husband Jason, who is a pro songwriter, also own a music publishing company. They live in historic downtown Columbia with their dogs. Dog rescue work is their passion project. They consider Middle Tennessee their backyard and their lives are full of all things Tennessee. Debbie says there is no greater honor than to help someone find a home. To be trusted with that job, there is no greater privilege. Call Debbie at the Nashville Realty Group, 615-476-3224, 615-476-3224. This is Coach Trader's Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee.